Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Woman in Progress podcast. For those who are new here, I'm Coach Lex. I am super passionate about just helping women like you expand your mind, get educated, and share the things that I'm learning along my journey as a woman in progress, right? Really stepping into that version of ourselves that we know uh, we already have within us. She just needs to be activated and we need to shut off a lot of inauthentic parts of ourselves. So today's podcast episode, I felt called to talk about a topic that, you know, when you are in the pursuit of just honestly wanting to improve the quality of your life, right? You want to have more happiness, more joy, more inner peace. You want to love your job at least a little bit, or at least just find enjoyment. Even if you don't love it, just have like a better perspective around things in life. You also want to maybe, you know, improve your health and your relationship with food, your body. You are just the type of woman who desires to always improve yourself, not from a place of like, you need fixing and you're some type of project, but you know, when we can look at it from a place of having fun with just being the co-creator of our reality and be having the power to change our belief systems and the way that we look and the way that we're perceived and doing that from a place of self-love, then we're going to be met with sticky, crunchy periods of life that really come up once we are on the verge of true transformation. And so this, if we can really kind of take this to another level, we can kind of find ourselves in this pendulum swing of discipline, action, doing what we need to do. And then maybe you feel like once you start to rest or give yourself some leeway, you then crash and rest turns into just like it's just more than rest, right? <laughs> or maybe it turns into burnout, right? And we just create this lack of self-trust within ourselves to hold ourselves to the standard that we feel we need to hold ourselves to, to get to where we want to be, right? And because I also am a, a woman's nutrition, fitness, and mental health coach, I really want to kind of focus this conversation Around, of course, like when you're in the pursuit of your health and fitness goals, maybe you want to lose body fat, maybe you want to gain lean muscle mass or build a booty and heal your relationship with food and learn about your macros. Like maybe that's kind of the journey you're on, or maybe you're not on that journey yet, but you definitely want to be on that journey. You just don't know where to start. There's, we're all on different spectrums of where we're at in our journey. So take what resonates, leave what doesn't. But with anything, right? When Whenever we quote unquote fall off track, a lot of the times it's for a couple of reasons. But one of the main ones is that we've hit our upper limit. We've hit our upper limit of discomfort. We've hit our upper limit of just like output. And this is why prioritizing rest, stillness, mindfulness routines amongst all of the go, go, go energy the discipline that shows up in our life of hitting the gym or getting in an exercise, like getting in a sweat doesn't necessarily have to be the gym. Um, but obviously if you have like physique development goals, right? Cooking your meals, building habits, all of this shit is, uh, it's crunchy. <laughs> I feel like that's a good weird word to use. It's crunchy, 
right? Like we're not always going to enjoy it because it's requiring us to build new habits and building new habits requires building new neural pathways and doing it when you don't feel like it and putting in the motherfucking day-to-day 1%, you know, work in order to get to where you want to be. On top of that, you have work. On top of that, you have maybe family obligations. On top of that, maybe you have school. So yeah, you know, we need to balance that with actual rest, recharge, stillness, mindfulness, and get curious with what is like the main way that you tend to rest. A big way that I tend to rest does happen to be just scrolling on TikTok sometimes or scrolling through Pinterest or Instagram or watching the Kardashians. That is honestly one of my favorite forms of rest. But we also have to understand when that is then kind of going past the limit. And then, you know, our brain is just getting rammed with dopamine and then we just can't stop. We feel like we can't actually turn it off. We can't turn away from these things because that's when it starts to get that grip on us. It's really moderation when it comes to that. But that can absolutely be a form of rest to a certain extent, right? Stillness, you know, like how are we actually, are like, are we taking time to just breathe in our day? To just breathe. A lot of times I'll find myself like breathing really shallow, like in my chest. And I feel like I just can't catch like a breath. Like I just can't just like breathe super fucking deeply. <laughs> for those who don't have the video right now, because um, I'm actually filming this for Spotify for video too. Um, I just look mad weird. This is probably going to sound mad weird if you're just listening to it. Like, Lexi, why are you breathing down my neck? But we got to breathe, bitch. We need to fucking breathe. Matter of fact, right now, just take a second with me. Just. Just breathe. Breath is life. And a lot of times we're not aware of our breath. Anyway, let me not go on a tangent on breath. I could do a whole fucking podcast episode around breath and meditation and just breathing and breath work and how that calms your nervous system and can take you out of fight or flight or freeze. Um, But anyway, so going back to kind of what I was talking about, prioritizing rest and stillness and really kind of incorporating that into your daily routine. I call this like energetic maintenance because you're taking care of your body, which is amazing. You're taking care of like your mind maybe, but like, how are we taking care of your energy and just like the way that you feel? And a lot of that has to do with like your physical health too. But yeah, this can look like quality sleep, right? Like just really cleaning up like your sleep hygiene. And, you know, if you find yourself staying up on technology really late into the night, um, and you feel like it's affecting your sleep quality, right? You might not feel it, especially if you're using caffeine to kind of outset that, but we need to make sure that we're getting quality sleep. That's a big, big part. And my clients will actually be like, damn, like I didn't realize how much sleep was actually affecting me in so many ways. The next kind of way that we can kind of prioritize rest, stillness, mindfulness into our day is just like gentle practices of like prayer or meditation or uh, just gratitude. This doesn't have to look like, you know, using a gratitude journal or like sitting down and meditating in yoga pose for like 10 minutes. It does not need to look like that. 
do what like feels natural for you. Sometimes practicing prayer or meditation or, you know, just gratitude can look like on your way to work, you know, instead of just like thinking about like, oh, work and this and that, like you're totally valid, especially if you hate your job. Like I feel you, but like looking at the trees, just like really taking in the nature and the world around you and just bringing yourself to the present moment is a form of meditation itself. When you're getting in your steps, instead of being like, oh, I got to check off, you know, just the step goal. I got to get in these steps. It's like, no, like taking the world around you. I used to low-key just dread feeling like I'm checking things off and like just, oh, I got to get in 8K steps for the day. But ever since I shifted my mindset to really like romanticizing my life and using my health and fitness and wellness and like all of the things as ways for me to pour into my cup and, you know, really just strengthen my energy. Then when I go and get steps, it's like, yeah, I'm getting in my steps so I can increase my knee. You know what I mean? I might not exercise activity and all of that shit, but also, wow, what a beautiful day it is outside. The sun is perfect. The weather is just perfect. The birds, the trees. And, you know, if you're like, girl, my neighborhood doesn't look like that. Like I have clients who are in New York and maybe it doesn't look like that. Go to a park, you know, like go to an area. There's plenty of areas that are for free that you can go outside. I mean, do y'all not remember lockdown? Like people were more out. People were forced to get outside. We were forced to get outside. And it was like a blessing in disguise stretching, yoga, mobility. This has been my favorite way to just integrate rest in a way that feels just as good, if not better than scrolling on TikTok for hours. And that is really not being a one trick pony when it comes to my movement, right? So I love strength training. I love resistance training. I love lifting weights, But honestly, I love it more and only because I've tapped into just being like taking care of my body in all shapes and like forms and integrating yoga before bed. I've been doing like this 10 minute yoga before bed and I genuinely enjoy it and I genuinely look forward to it. I've been incorporating mobility. I sit for work all day, but like on like when it's slow, I'll just like get up and you know, if I have like five minutes, I'll just do like fucking dynamic warmups like next to my chair and just getting stretching my necks my traps just like doing things to help my body feel good and feel less tense and stressed breath work right just breathing and bringing your attention to your breath again light walks yummy wind down rituals cooking you know or not even just cooking but like just making it a vibe like maybe putting on some music, pouring yourself up like a sleepy mocktail, right? And just romanticizing your life. That is how you can harmonize and create a beautiful harmony between discipline and doing the things you fucking say that you desire because it's in alignment, taking aligned action toward what it is that you say that you want, which is why it's so important when we when we talk about discipline We also need to talk about what the fuck do you want from this? Like, what is your goal? Like, how clear is that goal for you? And how connected are you to that? Because everybody has things that they want. Everybody wants to get toned and lose body fat and build a healthy relationship with food and all of the things. But like, how are we actually creating periods of time where we can 
create that mental endurance? Are we actually taking an approach that is sustainable for you? Does it actually align with what it is that you want? This is why a lot of women get stuck get stuck in what I call calorie deficit cycles because they say they want to lose more weight, but they also are like they're our actions are actually more in alignment with the fact that we want more freedom and we want flexibility, but we want to lose weight and be in a deficit. So then we're trying to be in a deficit all week. And then on the weekends, we're blowing it out of the water. Girl, you may as well eat at maintenance for three months and call it a day and give yourself what you want because clearly you desire more to have flexibility and freedom. And this conversation is kind of going on a different tangent, but I still feel like it's an important conversation to have. And I've had this conversation with clients before where Oh my God, sorry. I'm like playing with the pen. Um, where they say, oh my God, yes, I, I, I want to go to this deficit. But they've been so used to the flexibility and the freedom that they had in phase one. where We were focused on building the foundation and healing the relationship with food and building muscle and getting stronger. And then you transition to your deficit and you're like, damn, like I can still fit in my favorite foods and shit, but a deficit, no matter what, even if you're cutting on high calories is going to have some type of stressor on the body on you're going to have some cravings you're going to be hungry and you're going to have to make adjustments you're not going to be able to have seven fucking alcoholic drinks every single weekend it's not going to happen like you're not going to see progress if you're like every single weekend blowing it off right and we can find harmony with that but if it is something that is you're super connected to and it really is that important and you've also done the healing, you've you know t- taken that time to not focus on a deficit or not focus on losing weight for a period of time to get your metabolism, your mind in a good spot to then transition, and you that's really what you want, that's the goal that you say you want and you desire, well, then sacrifices have to be made. If not, then let's just actually adjust the goal to what it is that you truly want and have fun with that. Like you know? So that's just an example of, you know, when you are craving discipline and you feel like your actions are not aligning, there's usually just blocks there. And you might actually desire that goal really, really deeply. And it might not be the fact that you just don't maybe desire that end goal as much as you say you do. It could just be maybe you don't believe that you're worthy or believe that you're capable or believe that you're ready for that. And that's also okay. And that's more of the deeper work that we do within our one-on-one, you know, coaching program is like helping you guys not only become conscious of the blocks that are making you feel like I just need to be more disciplined when that's not really the case a lot of the times, And I really hope that you guys aren't getting that message from this podcast because that's definitely not what I'm saying. Psychologically, a lot of the times we think that we need to just white knuckle it and just need to be more disciplined or that we just don't want it bad enough. And I know also like I know that there's been coaches and trainers that will actually say that to you because they're just not educated around like behavior change and psychology right? And and the big fucking factor that that has with your success in your journey. Because if you have a core belief, if your desire is to like heal your relationship with food, lose fat, get toned, get fit, but your core belief, your subconscious core belief system is, yeah, that'll never happen for me. Or I wish, or something along those lines. 
you will see that in your reality because that you're not in alignment. You're not a vibrational match for your desire. It just like literally doesn't match. Like it's polarizing. So we work on the belief systems to reprogram the belief systems to be a, an actual match for your desire. And that's really difficult to do if we're only focused on just being disciplined, right? So what's really beautiful about leaning into romanticizing your life and focusing on like more energy givers, you might have a super stressful job. You might have a lot going on. You might be going through a breakup or going through some shitty fucking circumstances that make you feel like you just can't focus on yourself right now. You just can't focus on the things at hand for you. That's a fucking lie. I'll tell you that right now. It's actually because you're going through all that shit that you need that work even more. You need to fill your cup. And if you are putting that out of the way, that is what we call self-abandonment, my love. Self-abandonment. Okay? And this can manifest as like just circumstances coming out of like the fucking woodworks to make us feel like we are not in control of, we're not in control of the things around us, but we are in control of how we support ourselves and how we choose to support our body, our mind through the fucking shit. How can I create, how can I be an alchemist and this chaos that's going on outside of me? Or maybe it's like minor chaos, right? It's like your life is fine, but maybe you just don't like your job and it really weighs on you or, you know, you're not happy in your relationship, whatever the case may be, right? Regardless of the fact, when we lean into rest and stillness and really having that harmony between the go, go, go and the action and the productivity and the discipline and that beautiful masculine energy that we need in order to honestly just feel like as humans, like productive beings, right? And then the rest, the stillness, the more holistic practices are and romanticizing your life is going to support that action-oriented, productive energy. I went to the beach the other day. I fucking love my man for this. Like he, he just was like, I blocked off the morning. Um, I want to spend time with you. You know, I want to, he's like, I took into account what you said. I need to start filling up my own cup more outside of work. You know, Daniel's super, you know, just so hardworking and ambitious and motivated. And I love that about him, but I had challenged him the other day and I was just kind of like, okay, well strip away the business. What do we have? And this goes for me too, guys, like, because I'm the same way, <laughs> like I'm super, like, I love what I do and there's nothing, there's no better like fuel. First of all, running a business is fucking hard. Like, no, that shit's not beautiful. It's beautiful because you love it. Okay. So I just want to put that out there. I definitely romanticize about just having a nine to five and just getting, like, just not even for security purposes, like financial security is good, but just like the fucking ups and downs, right? Especially new levels and new doubles, but let me stay on track. So he fucking blocked off the morning. We went to the beach and we were both feeling like a little sense of guilt because we felt like, oh, uh, like, we're taking off the morning to go to the beach spontaneously. Like we both felt like mm, I should be working. I should be doing something more quote unquote productive. And then we were both like, 
rest can be productive too. Because when I'm taking care of my energy, that energetically, like it is doing way more because it's, I'm, I'm increasing my, I'm raising my vibration. Everything is energy, right? Like we're all made up of cells and molecules and that are vibrating on a negative or positive state. And energy can't be destroyed or created. It can only be transformed. And so we were both kind of like in this, like, oh, like feeling like we need to be doing something quote unquote productive, but transform that by allowing ourselves to lean into that feminine, like just pouring into our cup energy, prioritizing rest and stillness. And guess what? We both were so excited to get into work after that and just felt way more clear in our vision. It's the unseen things. You got two people in the same motherfucking room. And they're, both of them are doing all of the same work. But one of them is literally just focusing on quality. And the other one is like, feels like they need to be working hard and doing the most in order to feel like they deserve or like that they can get whatever result that is that they're trying to get. So this is like, this can go for business. This can go for your health and fitness goals. Like the motherfucker, like the person doing 10 sets of one workout in the gym feels like they're doing a lot of work, but they like that's junk volume. It's the same thing with like the business owner who's like trying to do the most. And it's just like, they're doing a lot, but they're really not getting anything done. Right. And I feel like I've really mastered that. Cause I used to feel like I needed to work at all times in order to feel worthy of the income that was coming in. Now I know that I can fucking take the morning off, go to the beach, meditate, read, you know, get content. And that is still productive. It's just like an invisible productivity, <laughs> you know? Um, and I'm, I'm working more effectively. So kind of going back to that, just like balancing discipline and rest. I love discipline, but I personally... And I would love to, I would love to hear if this is the case for you guys. So if you put this into practice and you're seeing changes in your life, it would mean so much to just let me know in the DMS, let like, just let me know that feedback, put it in my, uh, in the reviews, because that gives me the feedback. I know that I am like, like this shit is, it works, right? Like romanticizing your life and leaning into the little things. I truly believe that, I mean, it's not even belief. It just is, right? Like it's supporting each other. Those energies are supporting each other. If you find yourself like, you feel like, oh, well, I feel like I can't trust myself to rest because I feel like I, I just fall into over relaxing. I hear you on that. Um, and there's many things that we could look at, but I think that we also there's many different things that we could look at. The first thing that I would probably look at if you feel like you're over relaxing and you feel really guilty about like relaxing too much, like you feel like you're just being lazy and like judging yourself. I would ask yourself like, how, how are you feeling in your nervous system? Because sometimes when we feel like we're just over relaxing and we're stuck in that place and we just can't get out, if, if, it's, if it's that kind of energy, it's usually because our energy levels are so low for some reason, maybe like just from nutrition or just like your health, or you're stuck in freeze mode. And that's just like a nervous system, you know, response. 
um, and to a threat, right? So maybe you procrastinate and because you procrastinate, you're overwhelmed. And because you're overwhelmed, you just are stuck in paralysis. That isn't really resting. I mean, it is resting because our body's stuck in freeze. And when you're stuck in freeze, it's really important to just not judge yourself and to kind of titrate yourself out of it. Um, what I mean by that is like, you might get like a random burst of slight motivation, take advantage of that and just allow yourself to slowly and gently come out of that. And it's super important to just like remove the shoulds. Um, I'm actually in a nervous system healing and expansion mentorship right now. And I'm learning so much. So I'm really excited to share more of that work with y'all. Um, even if you're a coach, you have your own business, um, or you're just, you listen to my podcast and you want to make progress in your journey. But yeah. Habit change is hard because there's a period of time in between making your habits and behaviors 100% automated and automatic, I guess you could say, which is what we all want, right? We want these habits to just become a daily part of our life as much as any shitty habit, right? Um, and so over time, these habits can sometimes, not all the time, but just when you're at it for a while, right? Like it can just not feel as exciting. Um, and things can just start to feel mundane. And this is usually when people lose sight of their goals and their deeper desires. So the key here is to integrate more pleasure and play into these day-to-day -day tasks and healthy habits that you're trying to build. And that's pretty much like the theme of today's podcast episode, right? Is like, if you want to find that balance between discipline and rest, you first need to understand that doing the most is not always effective. And are you working harder or are you working smarter in the, in the things that you're doing, whether you're in a calorie deficit and you're just doing the most, maybe with like your calories and you're under eating and you're doing the most with cardio and training, or it's like you're trying to run your own business and you're just doing the most past the point of effectiveness um, and you're, it's always leading to burnout. And so, yeah, guys, that is really how I'm personally balancing discipline and rest in my life and learning to trust myself more and to trust the space between where it is that I want to be and where I am now and really leaning into this has only allowed me to enjoy the process more and enjoy the journey more. And I feel like it's easier to surrender because all of these like mindfulness routines and just daily practices, I don't, I'm not really rigid with them. I just try to do like one or two things a day. And like, it's really about just about like the principle of it, you know? Um, it just allows me to then uphold to the standards that I have for myself and operating within the principles that I, that I have just a lot more easier, you know, like it's just, it helps me feel more in alignment. Now, listen, we are not going to be perfect. Not every day are we going to feel like we've got it all together just because we breathed through it or went on a walk, you know, it's really important when we are on this healing journey and we're learning more how to find this harmony between like doing and being that yin and yang, right? Then 
then life just becomes just more fun. Like it just does. So, um, yeah, but oh, we have to, this is what I was going to say. We also have to understand that like you might meditate, you might pray about it. You might breathe through it. You might journal, you might go to the gym, you might do whatever, you know, we kind of talked about to try to bring yourself into a calmer place and to feel more joy or alignment it might not always work right then and there, right? Like there's been plenty of times where I was making really big transitions in my life and shedding off identities and chapters in my life that I was like grieving and having like these identity deaths and shit. And it's just like, you go through this grieving as you're shedding off these parts of yourselves. And um, I would meditate, I would pray, I would like journal and I would still feel like shit. And so sometimes we just have to allow ourselves to go through what we're going through and feel it. We got to feel to heal, right? Um, Be aware when you're kind of just trying to avoid it, right? Some distractions are okay, right? Like they kind of get your mind off of things. That's different. But like when we are just running away from it, um, it doesn't go anywhere, not for long. It just creates a bigger and bigger shadow. So um That's also a really important principle when it comes to creating harmony between discipline and rest, stillness, mindfulness. It's like we also want to just remember that sometimes we just need to feel what we're feeling and there doesn't always need to be a remedy to like get ourselves back to feeling good. Right. So that's just another thing I want to leave y'all with. And um, I really hope that this episode was able to give you guys a little bit more insight, a little bit more just opening some conversations, getting some uh, wheels turning in your mind. Um, And thank you again for just listening and taking the time. Again, if you get value from this podcast in any way, shape or form, or you just enjoy, you know, chatting with me, um, it would be so appreciated if you would leave a rating and review. It gives me feedback and it helps the podcast be seen by other aligned folk. So, uh, folk, who am I? Oh my God, I'm my mother. (laughs) Speaking of mothers, I was thinking of having my mommy on my podcast. She's been wanting, we always have like the best FaceTime conversations and she is just such an amazing woman. Tomorrow's her birthday. So I think I'm going to do a podcast with her. So stay tuned. It's going to, I feel like it's just going to be so good. And, um, who doesn't love some motherly daughterly vibes? All right, y'all, I'm peacing out. Um, Time to hit the gym. And thanks very much for being here with me today. Bye.